cliffcentral.com On radio On radio More of the good stuff cliffcentral.com More of the good stuff That's what we're all about It's Tuesday And uh, we started our show a little bit early today um, Because we can because it's holidays, and that's how we roll. We do whatever we want. Happy holidays! When it's holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. Um, you're tuned into the good stuff. It's Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brendan DeCue, the good things guy, and right next to me is Kerry Stain, the good news girl. Kerry, how are you doing? Morning. I'm good, thanks, and you? Lekker, man. At the beginning of every show, I like to bring just a... A touchdown, a little bit of an overview of relevant mm. news that mainstream media are sharing. It usually consists of corruption and crime and bad leadership and more crime. Uh, sometimes our president, um, a little bit of more crime and then sometimes a little bit more corruption. <laughs> because that's how we roll, right? No, no, that's not how we roll. Um, that's not the only cuck that's happening in South Africa. <laughs> And and you got to believe us because it's true. Um, our show is all about bringing you good news, inspirational stories, all of the good stuff that uh, that sometimes the mainstream media overlook, and you don't get mm. to see. Yeah, right. It is right. Right. So this, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Um, a little bit of stuff that's going to be going on in the show today. Uh, we've got a band that's been calling out bad payers on social media. Kerry knows nothing about it. She's like, what? I don't even know what's going on. Um, we've got an initiative that's bringing joy to senior citizens who are usually left behind over the holiday season. And they've just done something great mm. over this time. So we're going to bring you, um, a couple of, couple of, uh, stories around that. And then also, um, I found, Tips on how to tell your kids about Santa. I know. Yes, we're going to get into that as well. Because it's Christmas, right? Super amazing. So I think that's cool. Um, and today we'll also be bringing you the top 15 slash 20-ish good news stories Ish. of the year. Yes. Um, just those good things that we can look back on and go, actually, we had a flippin' good 2016. We actually, really have. We really have. So inspired, so proudly South African, so much of good news. We also... Um, so Kerry and I kick off the show and we do a basic catch-up. For those of you that might not have listened before, we sort of catch up on what's relevant in the news, what's going on, mm. but, but we try to find the good in it. So it's not just about that. Yeah. Then um, then we, we report on the top five good news stories. Which we just today, unpack. We unpack, which today we're going to bring you, you like the top 15, mm. which is going to be a little bit yeah. better. I think. Um, <laughs> I just need to, need everybody's, to be, everybody's in holiday mode. Are you telling me? Uh, yeah, I'm not really in holiday mode yet. Because you're still working, right? Yes. Damn. I just got back from Cape Town. What <laughs> I a job. Um, and then we also get to speak to Kim Garner, the head of content mm. for CEO Sleep Out. Kerry and I were on the bridge. We were there broadcasting live. Um, balls. It was a good, it was a really good it was beautiful. evening. So we're going to speak to, to her a little bit about what's sort of cracking and what mm. they've done since then. Yeah. And what maybe what they're doing next year? I'm if she'll so let us know, excited. I'm I don't so know. Excited. I think it's quite under wraps, so I'm not well, too sure. Well, they—I mean—they did let on a little bit. A so, little bit. So maybe they'll give us another teeny tiny tidbit, and then we can just work like a like we can be CSI and piece it together. <laughs> We're also chatting to Sherwin Charles, the CEO of Goodbye Malaria. He's been on the show before, but mm. um, I just want to get an update. And I'm so excited actually to speak to them. Yeah. Because they've been busy with so much. Yeah, I know, right? Yes. Um, it's, so it's the season that people go on holidays. So yeah. like some people go up to Mozambique. Malaria and, areas. Malaria areas. Yeah. Did you know that Limpopo is in a malaria area? Limpopo is a malaria area. South Africa, Limpopo is a malaria <gasps> area. 
And that's so close. It's close. And the thing is that you'll go up to Limpopo Jeez. for like holiday or for work and you won't even think twice about taking <gasps> malaria tablets. Or you'd get back and you would feel fluey and you wouldn't yeah, even know what to not, do. Wow, that's scary. Right? And I, so, I, I mean, I've spoken about this on the show plenty full times mm. and I'm not going to cry today because we don't. No, it's a happy time and you should celebrate life. But, um, but six years ago, my dad went to Mozambique on holiday Mm. and, um, off he went to Mozam and it was G and T's all night and uh, scuba diving Mm. and jolling with friends. As you do in Moz. And all of those things. And, uh, he got back like two weeks later from Mozambique, got Mm. back two weeks later and he had a bit of flu. Yeah. And he couldn't quite, like he could, he was like, Oh, I'm not feeling lacquer. And he couldn't just, he couldn't shake it. Couldn't shake it. So mm-hmm. he went to the doctor and the doctor said to him, damn, you got like some hectic flu. Here's some flu medicine. Oh my goodness. And that was on the Monday. That was on the Monday. Two weeks after he got back. That was on the Monday. Then he woke up on the Tuesday and, um, bless him. He couldn't, he couldn't string a sentence together. Like couldn't, his brain had stopped functioning like, like the neurons were just not firing. They weren't, they weren't firing. And uh, whisked, him, whisked him off to a second opinion, mm. pulled him into the doctor, and the doctor said, has he been in a malaria area? Oh, my goodness. And, and we, we were like, yes, he was. It's Mozambique. But yes. also, isn't malaria for the, the poor African country? Like, you just, you don't. You don't make, the, it's you that, don't make it's, the connection. It's that moment where you go, it'll never it happen to me. And um, anyway, so he, he got booked into to hospital that Tuesday evening. Um, and on the Wednesday, he passed away from malaria. It was It's that quick. So it's a hectic story. I'm sorry to do that on the good stuff. Kerry's crying now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I just wanted to, to show you how quickly it can happen and how important it is. And it's, it is important for people to be educated as well. Man alive. And the, when you go to the doctor now and to the hospital, one of the first things they ask you if you've got symptoms like that is, have you been out of the country and have you been in the malaria area? But, but here's what I'm saying. Limpopo yes. is a malaria area sure. and we just don't know. So I, I'm excited to speak to Sherwin about the good work that they're doing. They um they sell amazing goods. <laughs> they I've, really are. I've got some of their stuff. Yeah. I, got, I actually should have worn the socks today. I've got the coolest <laughs> pair of socks. You know when you wear like a black suit yes, and underneath and it's like a red. Yes. So, yeah. so I've got a really cool um, set of bamboo socks that I got That's from them. Awesome. And it pays for the product, which is locally made, mm. and then it it also funds the spraying of houses in these malaria areas. Yes. So a lot of the malaria areas um. What happens is they are built around water because mm. people need to survive. Mm. And the mosquitoes then go into people's houses to breed. And they breed in the houses and whatever. So goodbye malaria. Go and spray the walls with an, uh, uh, like a, uh, what would you call it? Like a poison yes. almost. That's poisonous to mosquitoes, but not poisonous to humans, humans. or something like that. And I know they donate, um, Muzzy nets and stuff as well oh, for the kids. So we're going to speak to them about what they're doing and what's coming Super up. Super exciting. If you guys want to get involved with the conversation, it's pretty damn simple. You need to tweet us on cliffcentral.com or myself, Brent Lindicu, or Kerry Stain. She's a Sagota Twitter. Yes, I do. Um, or you can send us an official message or just a message on our <laughs> official WeChat account, um, which is cliffcentral.com. Or you can give us a call on 0861 We want to hear from you. We want to chat to you. It's um, good stuff all around. So first thing that I brought up and that I yes. want to catch up on, it's mm-hmm. relevant news that happened last night. Yes. Kerry's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I actually about. do. I actually do. Do you do? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, so I did. I did read it early this morning. Okay, so you're in the know. I am. Um, 
The Kiffness yes. is a really cool band. They really are. We featured them on the show for their music mm-hmm. because they, they play really cool songs and they did that song for uh, the Orlando shootings, yes. which was really cool. Um, not the shootings, the song. Yes. You know, they like raise money as well. Um, and then we also featured them the one uh, story where the lead band member, his name is David Scott. Mm. He's from, I think, from Cape Town. He seems like to be quite it's a like Cape Townian. Um, <laughs> and he, he, Publicly shamed Woolworths. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. No, for, for no, real. I know, I know he did. So he walked into a Woolies with his wife and there was a mannequin standing there. Yes. And she was but thin. <laughs> this mannequin was like skinny malinx. Anna Ray. It was Anna Ray. <laughs> if there was a word of the day, it's Anna Ray. Um, and it was, it was every mannequin in their whole store. Uh. So that is not ideal. No, so David took a photo and he like tweeted it and he put it on his Facebook. And Can he you said, guys feed your mannequins? He please? said, you know, I I love woolies and I love mm-hmm. your clothing and I love your food, but your mannequins really make all women feel terrible about themselves. Yes, they really do. It's body shaming, mm. and and you know you you should have normal sized mannequins. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to have these. Because if you go sticks. into if you go into a store as well, and uh, that particular outfit that's on a mannequin. If there are no more clothes on the on the shelf, you say, "Well, what size is that?" Um, it's a size uh, one. It's a, oh, okay, so it will fit my five year old. Well, a, that's yeah, not I, ideal. I was say, it's a kiddie's three to <laughs> <Yeah>. four. <laughs> that's not going to happen. It's a little okay. bit revealing yes, for yeah. kiddie's three to four. Um, no, so so that was his thing, and he put it on on social media, and it trended, and people mm. were sharing it, and there were all sorts of great things happening. And Woolies responded, going, "Yes, see, we messed up." We're yeah. sorry, and we're going to fix it. So mm. I don't know if they have. We should do a follow-up on that. I think they have. You think they yes, have? Yes, because um, a lot of mannequins actually come from China, and uh, Chinese people are tiny. Yeah. Okay, so that's okay. probably what happened. So, um, I mean, I, I do, I, I'm a regular woolly shopper, and um, the mannequins seem are looking to be a little bit more, more buff. <laughs> <laughs> a little, they've, got, they've got a couple of more curves. Yes, they really not, do. Not a bad thing. Mm. Um Yes, so so this is what they did last night. Nothing to do with Woolies. Have you, I mean, you've worked as a freelancer before, mm, right? Yeah. You've sort of been in the position where you do a job. Yes. And you send an invoice. Mm-hmm. And then you wait. Crickets. And you wait. Mm-hmm. And you wait. Mm. And sometimes when you, the end of the month comes and you're eating <laughs> crackers. What is it? Two minute noodles and crackers. <laughs> End of the month, salty crack snack. Oh, salty crack snack and, and warm water. Yes, yeah. Because uh, your fridge is off. And, Without living. <laughs> and you're really battling. You send an email or you give that person a phone call and you're like, hey, did the work a month ago? Is there any It way even got to a stage say? where people said to me, um, you really need to stop working for free. I'm like, well, I'm not actually working free, but uh, the way it, things are going. <laughs> it sure does feel like yes. it. Yes. So, so, I mean, 30 days is cuck. Yeah. 60 days is, uh, yeah. you know, we're, it's two months after That's the job has been done. That's just not cool, yeah. 90 days? Hmm? Isn't that a quarter of a year? Yes. And no, it's, four, it's, four, it's 120 it's a quarter, days. Yeah. 120 days might be. Three, six, nine. It's, three, six, it's, it's a quarter. quarter. It's a quarter of a year that yeah. you've just... And then you get to 120 days mm-hmm. that someone hasn't paid you. Mm. And in this case... The person that hasn't been paid is now the you're, Now you're begging and borrowing at this stage. You're not stealing yet. I mean, if uh, if you're doing other work, then, you, no, then it's okay. No, 100%. But, but you're it's, also not, plan, it's still not okay. You plan for the income. Exactly. You that's what I'm income. saying, yeah. 
So the Kifnis, we love them. Yes. They took to Facebook and they, um, 13 hours ago, made a status that I sometimes wish that I could. Why? To get paid. Oh. 120 days later, to a big, massive mm, festival, yeah. the Kifnis put up a Facebook post going, if Opikopi pays me before Christmas, mm. I will donate half my fee to the SPCA. Which is cool. He's going to make a donation, no, right? that's Because it's the principle. That really It's about is. the principle. Mm. It's 120 days after Opikopi. Opikopi is a big, Huge, big, big event. Massive. And this status now has opened up a can of worms. Good. Because people are like, yeah, go team. I wish I could do that to my clients. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Back this up. Back this up. Then one guy said, and you, so at the festival, you have to get like a, a festival card yes. and put all your money on there. Yes. And then you spend your money while mm. you're at the festival and yep. there's no cash yep. and all of that. So this guy said, I never got my card value back, so which means he had extra money left over in the card. So to open up a can of worms, he said, good luck getting your money back. Countless emails and phone calls. I'm still waiting. I think I'm going to boycott the event next year. Because you also can't use your card the following year. No. They've got like a new chip yes. system every year. People are shocking. But it's a good news story. Because, it is a good news because story. The, the, and well done to them for actually, you know what, for, for, for taking that step in making it public, but also turning it into a good thing. A good thing because they're giving it back to charity. We love yes. charitable things. Because Kay. obviously people, I mean, people don't work for free. You send an invoice, which means, I mean, you are worth something. And the, the people that perform at these festivals and places and whatever it is that you do, you know, uh, it's just have, where's your integrity? Oh, I love that word. Yes. That's my word of maybe 2016 or 2017 integrity. is integrity. Um yeah, man. So, so good on you guys. I support you. So does a lot of South Africans. They're all talking about it. Um, business and life would be a lot flippin' easier if people did what they said they were going to do. Exactly. Just do what you say, do what you say you're going to do. Or and do I have something to say about that. Is it good news? Well, Kerry's <laughs> <laughs> literally sitting in studio going, how do I make this about good news? Well, you see, um, I had an event this weekend in Dimpslut. Okay. Okay. Charity. And yes, it was their Christmas party for a hundred children. And, um, people had committed to doing things. Okay. Um, and, and at the last minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did I commit to doing anything? No. Okay. Cause I was in Cape Town. I apologize if no, I did. I wasn't didn't. there. No, you didn't. Um, people had committed. Things and to do things and those kind of things. And, um, at the last minute, they just sort of went MIA. And it's tough because you've got a hundred kids that are expecting presents and exactly. things and stuff and exactly it. So, okay, we don't have to name and shame because that, no, we're, 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 not. we're not at 120 it days was, yet. It was, but you know what? The people that came through and made that Christmas party a success for those hundred children, big up to you. And thank you so much because, um, you made it, a difference. Ma exactly. You made and a difference. it made their and day. The, and to the people that didn't, 
Um, also lacquer, man, because you have to live with yourself. And, and that's exactly. Okay. So what, what we're going to do, because it wasn't exactly what we had, uh, what we had wanted. And it is was we're going to more... take all of their names <laughs> and we're going to spray paint them somewhere. No, we're not. <laughs> we, we, we're going to take it and we're going to turn it into a, um, more of a New Year's, a New Year's beginning of 2017, um, little party for those kids and make it exactly what we would have wanted it to be. Um, but in January before school. Okay, right. So if, any so if anyone listeners, wants to get involved, 100%. especially with stationery and that sort of stuff, because that's really what they need for 2017, um, that's Can, what we're going to do. So um, we do a lot of work with, uh, you know, what are they called? Who? Crickets. Beep, beep. They've been on our show a couple of times. We do a lot of work with uh, a great website mm. where you can list like what you need. Oh, I'm gonna get the website name. Holiday mm. Holiday Brain is on. It's fraud. It's fraud. It's 2016 fraud. December fraud. But it's okay. No, we're gonna post that up online, and then you can also put all your needs on there. Thank it's you. for good. For it good. It really is, and it's I'm so excited. I'm curry. excited. It's for good. It today. For good. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> fraud. It's for good. Um, something crazy that happened yes. uh, last week, and they've actually also been on our show. Mm. So the mm. the mad swimmers, mm. they went off and they did this charity swim. Yes, in Malawi, mm. swimming, lekker days, things are amazing. And afterwards, they were having a beer and a bit of a braai. And boys, boys, when boys are together, they're like <laughs> they, a bunch of hooligans. Boys. Yes, and they said, "Yesy man, why don't you, Greg, climb on the plane?" In your South African mm. budgie smuggler. Yes. In your speedo. Mm-hmm. We'll do it for charity. And and if you do it, I pledge a thousand rand. <laughs> and someone else was like, cool. If you do it, if you go and you try to climb on this international flight, I pledge <laughs> 500 rand. Well, who says, to, who's to say that you can't? And all these, all these guys were like, pledge, 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 pledge. Off they went to the airport. Mm-hmm. This oak has become an international viral sensation. Yes. His in his na- little speedo. His name is Greg um, ben- Benetton. Mm. Benetton. And um, he's in a South, like a, a speedo <laughs> that's in a South African flag yeah. shape. Yeah. So it's got all the colors and it's mm-hmm. in the flag shape. And he got to the queue and everybody was laughing and they were quite festive. And he was like, no, man, it's for charity. Like, that's why I'm doing it. Um and then he made it all the way to just before customs. Mm, no need to search there. So, <laughs> uh, do you have any weapons on you? Well, it depends. Um. It depends what you classify as. So he, um, they took him to a little room, you know, the interrogation yes. room. And they, they what were going, are you doing? what the F are you doing? Yes. Why are you in a speedo? And he, uh, he couldn't, he, I mean, he gave them the answer that it was for charity and all of those things. And the cop said, look, we would let you on the plane if you could prove it. If you had some sort of paper going, mm. I'm doing this for charity, but they didn't. Yeah. So they asked him to put his shorts and his t-shirt back on, which he did. But his mates who had all said, we will do whatever for you, yes. give you money. Yes. They gave him over 20,000 rand for the charity. For doing that. Goodness gracious. Hey. That is a lot of money and yay. I say yay. Yay. How cool. <laughs> That's How... really, really awesome. And you know what? I would never. I'd never go to the airport in my bikini. <laughs> um, like, 
there, let's be honest. There's a lot of people that wouldn't even go to the beach in, in their, their bikini, bikini or yes. in a speedo. I'm putting my hand up. When I went to Cape Town this weekend, yes, I went to um, a place called the Glen Boutique Hotel. Mm-hmm. It has flowing pools that flow into each other, mm-hmm. and like cocktails and really good lunch and. Everybody is lying around in their little speedos, in their bikinis, sort of chilling around the pool. It's Cape Town's just different. It's so There's, chilled. It's I super don't think, chilled. I don't think there's anywhere to do that in Johannesburg. Do you? Uh, no. I've never seen like a. There when I was are, younger, there are a few, um, but but still not. And also, I saw a lady the other day who actually put a post up, and um, she went walking on the beach, and before they left. Uh, before they left their, their home or wherever they were staying, she asked her husband if he minded uh, that she put on her bikini and her sarong. Now, she is she is overweight and, um, you know, she's got a couple of she's, – she's well-rounded. She's got a couple of uh, roles there, but she's beautiful. Oh, wow. And he said to her, um, he doesn't care how she goes down to the beach. Um, because he loves her and she's beautiful. And then you see her, she's jumping on the beach. This is here. She's jumping on the beach and she's like, look what I did. I'm so happy. I came to the beach in my bikini. That's very I thought cool. it was beautiful. That's very cool. I actually, I named and shamed a guy yesterday on oh, yeah? social media. Yes. He put a photo up of a person who was a little bit overweight mm-hmm. and they were wearing like ski pants and like a little vest, vesty thing mm. and they were laying sort of in the waves on the beach or yeah. whatever. And he took a photo and he, he, his statement was, Cruel summer. <gasps> Shame on you. Well, I, I, I re- replied, I commented. Good. And I said to him, the only thing that's cruel is you fat shaming someone all over social media. Disgusting. Hey. And you know what? It's not like they were sitting there in their bikini. People, you know what? People are, it's about, it's about you and being comfortable in your skin. And if you're comfortable in your skin, you do what it is that you're comfortable with. And that's Kerry's mantra and for the summer holidays. Bugger everybody If you're else. comfortable in your skin, <laughs> do exactly what you want exactly. to. Um, one of the other things that I brought up that I want to quickly chat about before we get into the top 100 million good news stories <laughs> of the year. Um, Man, oh man, a post is going viral from a mother of two boys Mm. sharing the most magical way to transform a seasonal problem for parents. Yes. Because all parents have to have the Santa chat, right? Yes. Have you had it yet? Mm -hmm. Have you? What do you mean the Santa chat? Like, um. Well, we can't say it on air because some people might know. Santa, you. I don't even. I'm scared that the no. kids listening. So you got to You got to no, have. No, no, no. We we still we are still we are still okay between. Okay, so so I mean there are people that don't believe in Santa Claus. How crazy! I know. How mad! And it's actually a sensitive subject for me. Really? Yes. Why? Because. Okay. <laughs> Is that where we start and finish? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Kerry will unpack that later. I will. Like in a therapy session. Um. So. This woman, her kid was sort of coming to the age where he was starting to question yes. whether it was real or not. Mm. And he was um, asking a lot of questions and kids at school were saying things and all of that sort of stuff. As they do. As they do. And she decided that she would deal with this differently because I think every parent's got a different way of dealing with it. They do. Um, and she didn't, maybe she harbored something from when she was younger, but she didn't want to feel like she was lying to her kid. Mm. So she took her kid for coffee, and this is her advice that she says that you must do. So when this all starts happening, you need to take your kid for coffee and sit them down and say to them, you sure have grown an awful lot this year. 
Not only are you taller, but I can see that your heart has grown too. And you've got to like take two or three examples and be like, you have a cookie. You gave granny your last Rolo. Yes. And um, you gave your toys to charity. Gave your toys to charity, and and you love the dog whenever you see it. Yes. So you've become very loving. Um. So the whole point is to to really point out, good emphasize their growth and people's feelings and good yes. deeds. You know that the kid has done in the pasture, and then you say, in fact, your heart has grown so much that I think you are now ready to become Santa Claus. And the kid's going to be like, what? What are you saying? I don't understand. How can I fill those shoes? <laughs> Such big shoes to fill. Then you go on to say, you, you probably have noticed that most of the Santas you see are real people mm. dressed up like him. Some of your friends might have even told you that there is no Santa. A lot of children think that because they aren't ready to be a Santa. But you are. You're ready. <laughs> Tell me the best things about Santa. What does Santa get for all his trouble and and you've got to lead the kid away from cookies and cream yes. to the good feeling of doing something for someone else mm. for giving away something paying for something it else. forward paying it forward so then once they've sort of had this discussion and you've you've planted the seed good way of saying it planted the mm. seed that that's the way to be santa you then say well now you're ready to do your first job as santa the trick here is to just make them realize that they have the power to do good as well. Yes. So you get your kid to choose someone that they feel needs something or wants something. They have to figure out what it is that they need. Like a secret Santa. A secret Santa. They have to wrap it themselves. Mm. They have to fill it with love. They have to put a little card that says, with love, Santa. They have to go and hide that present for that person. <laughs> and they never allowed to tell them that they gave it to them. And that's how you become a Santa. Wow. That's emotional intelligence to the max. Hey. And the, the, I mean, the story that the, the lady did, the first sort of deed that her kid did, they went to the most horrible woman on the corner of their road that, that wouldn't give the kids soccer balls back when it went into the yard. The one yard. who flies on a broomstick. That, well, that's what they thought. Mm -hmm. And, um, he decided that every morning he sees her going out to go get the newspaper and she never has slippers on. She just doesn't have slippers on. Oh. So he thought, I need to buy her a pair of lacquer slippers, like really cool slippers. So his mom and him hid in the bushes one morning <sighs> to try and figure out what size shoe she was, like looked at it. They, <laughs> full on investigation. Full on investigation. They then went and bought the pair of slippers. He wrapped it up himself, put the card. And then late after dinner one night, they went and snuck it under her gate right where she picks up her newspaper. <coughs> that is so special. <laughs> I'm getting emotional. Oh, yeah. And uh, and they they then watched her the next morning go and get it. And and the day after that, she was wearing her slippers. And, and you know what? It's something like that that makes a sour person sweet. I agree. Mm. It's beautiful. Yes. It means that th those people, are, um, it shows acknowledgement that even though you are um, a poo person, you know, other people are thinking about you. Is that what we call them? Poo people. Poo people. <laughs> Is that how we roll? Uh, I suppose we can say shit, but... <laughs> this funny. is the good stuff. So, so it's a really cool story. We're going to put that up online so that you can read the whole thing. And then it also goes into detail about how, as her I son grew really, up. I think that's really awesome. It's beautiful. It as really her son is. grew up, uh, her second son then got to the ripe age where he was asking questions. And the eldest son 
went with to the, the lunch coffee thing and he helped induct his brother to becoming a Santa. It, I it's love become that. like a family tradition. And one day when I have little babies that are, yes. that are sort of coming to age, I'm going to do the same. I think that's a cool idea. Hmm, I think that's awesome. I'm going to book that, bookmark that for eight years time. <laughs> Eight years time. Just saying. Maybe nine. Just saying. All right. So every week we, uh, we search high and low for just good news, good things, the stuff that we should all be concentrating on because the world is kind of cuck if we just read news 20, mm, media, mainstream yeah, media. Yeah. 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 That one, that one. Mm-hmm. That one. Just quick save. Um, <laughs> so, so we try to find really good news stories that are, inspirational and can make you feel better about life and perhaps even give you something better to speak about when you're at the water cooler or the dinner table. And inspiration to do stuff yourself. Also, even. Yes. Um, So we do, we have a big list today. We have a lot to get through, but I I think like in our number one spot, we've got a couple of gems that we just want to look back Mm. at the year and really show you that it's been a pretty good year, but we'll get into that. Let's start off with number five. Yes. South African shoppers raise over 70 million rand for charities just by swiping. With silly season upon us, retailers are holding thumbs for a bumper time of a year. So are thousands of charities and environmental organizations. So you know when you go into the shops and uh, you get to the till and they say, do you have a smart shopper card? Yes. A lot of people don't understand that or a my school card. So um, basically what this is, is my school, my village, my planet fundraising program. So it's for free. It doesn't cost you anything. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a loyalty card for charities. So when you go into the associated, well, the, the stores that ask you for your, your my school card or your shopper card or whatever it is, you don't get anything back. But because you're shopping, you're actually donating to charity. And um, when you get your my school uh, shop card, I mean, yeah, your, your my school, my village, my planet, you can actually choose what charity you want to donate to every time you shop. How and awesome is and that? It's as simple as that, right? It really, so really is. You, you literally swipe that little card. Yes. And, and some of your spend goes back to charity and it's a charity of your choice. And the spend that is going back mm. is supplied by the product. It's yes. supplied by the store. It's yes. supplied by the people. It's not by you. And I also get a statement every month. I get a statement once a month to say how much money was raised just from swiping or how much money I spent by swiping and uh, the charities that it went to. And I think that is incredible. And 70 million rand to charities. That's, I mean, that's super amazing. It's huge. And it's just, I mean, it's a lot of charities. You can go on, you can read the, the article and have a look. Um, but I encourage you as well to get involved and get a, a um, my school card. So that when you shop, you're donating. You're donating. You know, you know what's just on the other side of that? Mm. If they raised 70 million rand for charity. Yes. How much did consumers spend? Exactly. Hey? But that just shows how many of them actually have the cards. So I've got one. It's not, yes. It's I've not got a, one. It used to be how it started as well is, uh, it started with a my school program. So when you enrolled your kids, um, you got a, you got a my school card. And when I used to go into the shops, they're like, do you have a my school card? And I'm thinking to myself, what is this person actually saying? Like, I've got no kids. And then, um, 
you know, when I started working and I was in corporates and stuff, there was a lady that came and she said, do you want a my school card? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't have kids. So she says, no, you don't have to have kids. You can have a my school card um, that donates to charities. And, you know, I was educated on this. So now we are educating you. Go and get a my school card. I, I flip and say do it. The only The only thing with cards in... Society, like you got your clicks card and your Edgar's card and your points and your happy me and your blah blah blah. Mm. There's so many cards that you could literally have that your wallet would be a fat wad of cards. Yes. That my tip of the day is to take your cards and take photos of them because they can scan the photo as yes. well. So you keep like a little. I've got a little album on my on your um, phone. Yeah, because Apple. Because you've also got a, an app. Apple's got the wallet yes. that you can put it in, yes. but some of them don't don't, don't have, have that. that. Yeah. So you just take a photo of your card, and then when you go into your Woolies or wherever, you can just swipe that. You can mm. like swipe it. Make. Also, you can attach your MySchool card to your Woolies card. Yes, you can. It becomes one. Yeah. So you get points, and you get money back, That's what I've and got. you give back. I've got that. Just as well, Woolworths didn't pay us for the same. No, no, they really didn't. I'm just saying. We've spoken a lot about them. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I'll send you my wish list. <laughs> Um, can you move us on to number four, please? Sure. South African who worked as a gardener while getting his degree has been given a job opportunity. A South African man who defied all odds has um, and worked incredibly hard to get his degree has just been given a job opportunity. So, but you know, so David Shields, yes, he wrote this post. Yes, didn't we speak about it? Yes, we did. Uh, we did. So we spoke about it, mm. and before it was just he he posted this. He's the guy from Gem. Yes, and um, Gem is that app that you download to do good stuff for yes. charity yes. and good things happen and all of those good things. And um, he then posted this. Yes, about the about Cebu. Yeah, which is incredible. Mm. And human beings in South Africa were like. What? It took him six years to get his degree. Yes. He worked his bum off. He was a gardener and a painter yes. and a and anything a, he could actually anything do he could to do. Bring in money. He eventually landed up becoming a security guard yes. at um, David's complex. Yes. And and that's when David spoke to him and they became friends. Mm. And he's got his degree and he was looking for a job in advertising, some just an internship, something. Yes. He got hundreds of people. I know, CV. right? And he also said that he wants to meet all of these people. Like Sibu says he wants to meet all of these people that have, um, I mean, that came forward and forwarded his CV or took his CV, handed his CV in. Um, and uh, David just said as well, if you could have seen the look on his face when he saw that this many people cared about his future, you would have been in tears. Happy tears. A bright and colorful galaxy of happy tears. Man, oh man. And they I said, yeah, yeah, they said words cannot describe how grateful I am for the assistance and the opportunities you have all graced me with. My life is about to change. Uh, so long as I work hard, I can see a future of prosperity which lies ahead. I would like to thank each and every one of you who shared my experience and posted messages of support and offers of employment. Above all, I would like to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and prosperous New Year in 2017. May God bless you all. It is. Oh, I got that Christmas feeling. It's, I got it's amazing. I think it's beautiful. Feeling. And well done, Sisibu. Nice. Thanks, uh, David, for posting it. And Sibu, yes. we want to hear from you when you're in the advertising world doing great things. I think that's amazing. It's flipping cool. And it just shows that uh, you can be and do whatever it is that you want to do. You've just got to have the perseverance and the vision. I like that. Yes. 
what do we have? Oh, we're going to put that story up online. We'll yes, put it we up are. online so that you can read all the tidbits and sort of really get into it. What do we have at number three? Senior Santa Shoebox spreads joy and love for the elderly in Cape Town. An initiative created to, uh, to share love and joy over Christmas to the forgotten elderly has snowballed into something a lot bigger. Here's how you can get involved. Um, in my personal experience, we do a lot for, uh, we do a lot for children. But what a yeah. lot of people don't know is that, uh, there are a lot of elderly that get put in old age homes and left there. And, uh, yeah, because be, hum- humans are dicks. Yeah. So they, they, they are, they take, <laughs> they take all these old, old society, senior citizens, yeah, grandpas and grandmas, because, because and you it's just, just too much. Eh? Oy, yeah, oy, it's just oy. too much. No, not me. No, not me. The initiative was inspired by the original Santa shoebox, but created by Angela Gorman, who originally wanted to make seven, uh, 47 senior Santa shoeboxes for the very frail and lonely people in Durift uh, Lodge in Plumstead. So basically she put together little boxes of things that all people need and not necessarily, you know, things that will make them happy as well. I yeah. knew that there were a few people who might not have families or get gifts over this time. So I went to the home and was really shocked when I heard that all th- uh, 47 residents would not have the joy of Christmas. Um, that's, I've got, that's, that's very sad. I've got friends as well that go into old age homes and they hairdressers. Um, and they, uh, you know, beauticians, hairdressers, and they go in and they pamper the men and they pamper the ladies and they cut their hair and they paint their nails and they give them massages and they just make them feel loved. And what they, I mean, what's, what the old people love the most is when you Is that bring, what we're calling them now? The old people? Yes, the elderly. <laughs> because that's what they are. You know okay. what they are? Grannies are wrinkled little girls. Oh, I like that. Yes. That's what they are. Grannies are wrinkled little girls. I like that. <laughs> so um, basically the elderly, they love children. And uh, if you take a group of children into an old age home and uh, you do a performance for them, it is incredible. And it gives them that will to live. It makes them feel that they are loved. So you know what? Do yourself a favor. Pack a few boxes, shoe, uh, Santa shoe boxes, but for the elderly, with some creams and some cookies and maybe some chocolates. Because you know what? These are humans, and these are the people that looked after you while growing up. So it's now time to uh, turn the table. I, I agree. I uh, on my flight down to Cape Town on Wednesday, I um, I I boarded the plane. Did you board the plane? Yes. I get a little bit emotional. It's okay. I boarded the plane and because I hadn't uh, booked my tickets because I'm terrible at admin properly. Mm. So I hadn't like checked in early and done all those great things. Um, the only seats that were available were in the middle. And no one likes sitting Mm-mm. in the middle because you never know who you're going to be stuck between. Yes. But it was quite near to the front. So I was happy with that. I was like row three in the middle. I can do. Yes. I can do this. It'll mm. be okay. I got on the plane and I got comfortable and I was sitting and everybody had boarded the plane. Mm. And the seat next to me was empty. Was empty. And, and you're I like, was like, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going to be able to put my sandwich on the chair. Yes. This is going to be a great flight. That's great. And um, they closed the main door. Mm. So it was closed. And you were like, winning, winning, winning at life. What I didn't know is the door to the right was still open mm. because they were loading a very old Old, old, frail granny onto the plane. I read the story. I'm going to cry. (laughs) 
and they wheeled her down the aisle, and she was so little. I think Tiny. at a certain at a certain no, age, start she started to shrink. Yes, you do. And she was so little and so frail, and she looked so scared. Aww. And they sat, they sat her down next to me. Probably the best person to seat her next well, to in the plane. I mean, they could have been better. No. Um, and the the air host is it an air host? A man. A man. Yes. He was trying to explain to her like how everything's going to roll when we yeah. take off and stuff. But she was eighty-one. Goodness. A little bit hard of hearing. Yes. So she had like her little goodie. <laughs> <laughs> in her, in her, in her, yeah. Yeah. And she couldn't speak a word of English. Oh goodness. She could only speak Afrikaans. And this poor air host his like is not. his Afrikaans was broken. Yeah. Probably. So did you pull in and uh Man, I just assisted her. Yes. I, it was her first time on an aeroplane ever. She was eighty one. Bucket years old. list to the max. First time going to Cape Town. Wow. And I sat next to her and just listened to her stories because I, I find how incredible old, older, the older generation are so wise. 81 years of stories, 81 years of stories and she wisdom. Was, she was going down to her sister to visit her sister in Cape Town, mm. who she hadn't seen in 35 years. <gasps> um, she saw her sister last, uh, when her mother had passed away 35 years before that. So she was going down to Cape Town. So she had all these nerves about flying. Was her sister older or younger? I didn't ask that question. Mm. Um, the She was very nervous about flying. And then I sort of spoke her through the process of of like, um, we're now going forward a little bit. And Aww, we're going to... Did you hold her hand? I did. Yay. Just because... So so also the elder generation, a lot, they don't get touched. No, exactly. They don't That's get physical. Exactly they don't get physical yeah. contact. And imagine not hugging someone or no. not feeling a human. No, no, so no, no, I no, held no. her hand, and um, we we I like explained the runway and the takeoff, and you could see the nerves when when we took off. But then when we were up in the air, she was like a little giddy exactly. schoolgirl on yes, a roller coaster. Yes, a wrinkled little girl, just loving it. Yes. Um, and then like the food and drinks thing came around, and I ordered a beer, and the guy next to me ordered a, a, a bottle of wine, and we were sort of chatting. And he got involved with the conversation, and the guy behind us got involved with the so conversation. So it was like a little tea party. And we all did. And I said to her in Afrikaans, um, "Would you would you like anything to eat or drink? Uh, I can help you." And she was like, "No, no, my boy, my bladder is not great. <laughs> so if I have even just a sip of something, There's I'm going to need toilet. the toilet, and then I'm going to have to get up, and it's a big mission, mission, and I'm old." So she she declined. But uh, we did the whole flight. And when we landed, she wasn't nervous about flying anymore. But when we landed, she cried because she was nervous about seeing her sister. Oh my word! It was just, it was so. And you were there for that whole transition. When I got when I got off, the you were plane, like, "Can I go with you to your sister?" I did. I wanted to see the whole thing. When I got off the plane, a guy that was sitting like three seats behind had probably me probably been listening the whole time. He had been listening the whole time. And when I'm on an airplane, I can't stand people talking, but I did. So I was that guy. And this guy that was sitting three rows down walked past and he said, um, can you, can I just talk to you for a second? I said, not really. I'm stuck in the chair and she's next to me. I have to wait for her to get out. Exactly. And when she gets, no, he said, can you just stand? And I stood up, my head bumped like the little air yes. overhead compartment. <laughs> and this guy grabbed me and hugged me. 
And he said, the world needs more people like you. That is amazing. You see, so it was. I mean, you were the best person for her to sit next to. Nah, she could have got better. I did I did smell of beer. Oh, please. Not, not the best thing. Anyway, um, that's my she's story about got the elderly. Little, uh, she's probably got uh, less sense anyway. Uh, that's my story about the elderly. Let's look after them. Um, it's not a story on good things, guy. But uh, we do have another story on good things, guy. What do we have in number two? New podcast, Putting South African Entrepreneurship on the Map. What is it? Emerge, a new podcast out of South Africa, promises to put South Africa's top entrepreneurs and investors on the world map. So host Jonathan Berkowitz says it's about time South Africa's thriving startup ecosystem got the attention and recognition it deserves. There is such a huge need for this. But that's okay. So there's, there's many things going yes. on in South Africa currently that's aimed at entrepreneurship. Mm. We need it. Mm. It's important. At Cliff Central, we've got the leadership platform, yes. which does amazing work yes. every Monday. Yes. Then we have Mark Sham, who does suits and sneakers, yep. who is massive in the trop- entrepreneurial space. Yes. Now we got this guy. I there's know. just there's good people doing good things for entrepreneurs in South Africa. Exactly. So Emerge aims to showcase the immense talents and opportunities South Africa and other emerging markets has to offer, uh, with a focus on tech startups and the investors behind them. I think that's really, really incredible. And going forward in 2017, I think this is actually going to be um, a huge platform um, for entrepreneurs well, the, the other through thing, the year. The other thing there is South Africa is alive with possibility. It really is. We're one of the, the, the biggest statistical sides of our country is entrepreneurs. It's, it's mm. guys that are going, actually, um, can't get a job. People are not hiring me. Uh, work is difficult. But I have these skills and I have the knowledge and I have some resources. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to do something. Exactly. And what's really cool about it as well, uh, with innovative new tax incentive schemes like the Section 12J for venture capital investors, better just... Dist- That's uh, very technical, hey? Um, no, but it's really awesome if you understand it. So... Uh, better is this, is distribution. This for, is this for entrepreneurs? Yes. Better distribution of resources and impressive grassroots initiative. SA Entrepreneurship has enjoyed a huge groundswell. So it's like, um, if I give you a million rand. Yes, not, please. I mean, it's a, exactly. If I give you a million rand for your startup. There's a, there's a different tax bracket. It goes into a completely different, cause you, then you're not going to be taxed as heavily or, um, there's a whole, there's a whole big thing on that. So go have a look at the section 12J on, uh, uh capital investors. Amazing. Capital investors. We're going to put that up online so you can read more about it. But right now we have our number one story, which is actually our number 15 story, <laughs> which is also a bunch of stories yes. all put together in one happy place. 15 flipping. Amazing reasons why 2016 was actually ridiculously awesome. So, I, I mean, to start that off, 2016 has been a tough year. It really has. It's been there's there's all these memes going around where people are like, there's an encyclopedia one where it shows an encyclopedia for 2014. I know. Then it shows an encyclopedia <laughs> for 2015, and then where it should be 2016, 16. it says we don't talk about this one. Yeah. And that's 2017, 2018. The mm-hmm. year started off. Good wow. God. The, the, the Zika virus. Mm. We've had, um, Syria, that little boy. Um, I don't know if you saw the Google year in review. Mm. It's a little bit heartbreaking. And it, um, it's, you know, a, a lot has happened this year that's incredibly devastating. Devastating. Yes. But 
through all of us and through absolutely every moment, there is always hope and love. There really and it, is. And it's, I, I, I don't know if you've seen the speech where um, the gentleman who wrote Hamilton mm. got up to get his accept, acceptance speech at the Tony Awards. Yes. And he goes into the, I'll, I'll actually look for it and I'll play that now. Let's get okay. into the top 15 stories. Thought 2016 was bad. We disagree. It's been an awesome year full of inspiring achievements, feel good news stories and moments of genuine hope for humanity. I'm just going to get right into them. Number one, South Africa discovered its very own superhero who took on Zuma corruption and spoke for everyone who couldn't. Public prosecutor Tuli Madanthela. Yeah. Number two, speaking of superhero heroes, Beyonce released another album which shook the world. Number three, South Africans stood together by forming a human chain to save others during flash flooding in Johannesburg. Number four, South African dancers went viral internationally, reaching the Grammy Award winning singer they were dancing to. Number five, and you can go in and have a look at these stories in detail. Number five, there are more tigers in the world uh, than this time last year, which is amazing. Number six, a South African sportsman donated half of his winnings to a neonatal award. Thank you to um, uh, Wade Van Niekerk for this. Number seven, while South African students were protesting, one student went viral globally for sharing love and hugs. Yeah. Eight, Cape Town was voted best city in the world again. N- uh, number nine, 2016 also gave us Pokemon Go, and I hope Pokemon's going to go. Number ten, <laughs> a South African teen won an international grand prize at Google Science Fair. That was also quite incredible. Number eleven, Darren August, the South African hero who broke his spine during a train robbery, continues to astound doctors with his dedication and persistence to get walking again. We featured his story twice yes, on did. the good stuff. He did ama- He's done amazing things this year. Mm. He's an incredible character. Number 12. A waitress was humiliated by an Oxford Uh, student. And South Africa said no. Totally stood up for her and raised a massive tip to give to her. That was, so it's, you know, out of all of these racist posts and all the things like that, there there is a good side on the other side of it, which is really cool. People are poo. (laughs) (laughs) Number 13. Our municipalities are pulling themselves towards themselves, which is also amazing. So, So I mean, that goes into all the, the, the sides that our mayors have changed yes. and things are starting to happen in South Africa and uh, the way they should the way they should number 14 our adventure couple broke another two world records Rian Munster and Vasti Khalnes completed well they're married now um, completed an incredible row from California to Hawaii breaking two world records in the process you guys are amazing and that was their honeymoon as well yes that was their honeymoon <laughs> number 15 that incredible iguana on planet earth too but why it says why there that says why on all of them. Was there ever anything so extraordinary as the desperate escape from a snake pit on the opening episode of the new series? About as tense, dramatic, and ultimate, ultimately uplifting as possible to get. The iguana on Planet Earth 2 showed us all, no matter what the situation, what situation you think you're in, they are, there's a possibility that you can still get out alive and unscathed. And that's, so you I can mean, actually watch the little video. But, th- but that's also, no, it really it's is. a representation of 2016. It's a all representation of, this stuff has of happened. life. All this stuff has happened, but there's always a way to get out. So, um, Google Year in Review was launched uh, a couple of days ago. And um, basically, it takes all of the top stories that were happening in the world that people were Googling. So, what, mm. what we were all searching for. And um, I've got an article that I'm going to post online so that you can see what it was all about. They um, 
So Google's year in search finds love and hope among the lowlights of 2016. They sort of showcase the news coverage from Brexit, the election of Trump, the Orlando shooting, Syria. Um, they also, to find bright messages of hope, and, mm. and they weave, interweave these moments of, of love during um, our year, because it's not only the, the terrible things that we should focus on, and we say that at The Good Stuff, you should be focusing on the good stuff as well. So, this guy, his name is Lynn Manuel Miranda. He won a Tony Award for Hamilton. And Hamilton is a, a concept that he's come up with that has just blown, flipping massive. It's um, all about Alexander Hamilton who is one of America's forefathers, who was never acknowledged. Mm. And he's created this play where it's his story and um, it's all told in hip-hop. Basically, mm. so it's an it's an old cultural historical story that fell through the cracks yes. that he's making relevant by bringing it um, on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are hip hop songs, hip hop dancing, and even the characters. The characters are black, white, Puerto Rican, gay. Like it doesn't matter yes. because actually it's the story that needs to resonate. Mm-hmm. And this was his um, acceptance speech, which features in the Google uh, 2016 year in review. If it works. I don't know what to do now. It's just... And... My wife's the reason anything gets done. She nudges me towards promise by degrees. She is a perfect symphony of one. Our son is her most beautiful reprise. We chase the melodies that seem to find us until they're finished songs and start to play. When senseless acts of tragedy remind us that nothing here is promised. Not one day. The show is proof that history remembers. We live through times when hate and fear seem stronger. We rise and fall and light from dying embers, remembrances that hope and love last longer. And love is 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 love cannot be killed or swept aside. I sing Vanessa's symphony. Eliza tells her story. Now fill the world with music, love, and pride. Thank you so much for this. Fill the love with music, wow. love, and pride. It's one and of love the, and love and love and love. Well, that was that whole love is love. Love, 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 it's love. love is love is love is love. It's yes. all about gay equality. It's all about transgender equality. It's all about black love, white love, whatever the love is. It's love about is love. All love. And we're all humans, and we should all be. We we are love. Yes. Our, you know, our full everything is love. So I'm gonna post all of those online so that you can pick up on them. Live in love, guys. Live in love. Well, no, now we've got her crying again. Uh, this, this, is, this is the good stuff on Cliff Central. You're tuned into The Good Stuff on Cliff Central, where we spend so much time just sharing good news, inspiration, cool stories, things happening in the world, um, and inspirational people doing incredible things for South Africa. On the line, I have uh, someone who we worked quite closely with on the CEO Sleepout with all the magical stuff that happened on the bridge this year. Kim Garner, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Morning, good. Kim. It's great to have you on the good stuff. Um, you know, we we were so entrenched with CEO Sleepout, mm. and we were so lucky to be able to broadcast live from the bridge, to be able to be doing all the great things. Um, maybe just in case some of our listeners have no idea what the CEO Sleepout is because they've been under a rock, can you give us a brief sort of understanding? Sure, absolutely. So the CEO Sleepout sees business leaders and influencers across the country spend a night outdoors 
raising funds and gaining empathy for the homeless. Um, the idea is that they kind of commit to, obviously nobody will ever have the full experience of being homeless. That's not really the point, but it's kind of committing to giving up your comfort for one night mm. to perhaps see things from a different angle. Um, while also raising an incredible amount of money for beneficiaries. Well, I mean, if we look at it realistically, um, you, the, the organization has just raised so many funds for, for things. Mm. It's, it, it's mind boggling to see the amount of money that was raised in one night. Exactly. So um, the COC pilot has been around since 2015. So in the inaugural year in 2015, um, it was it raised over 26 million rand, and it was the most successful single fundraising event Jeebus. in South Africa. Um, and then, you know, this year again in 2016, we added to that. So actually over the last two years, it's raised 34 million rand for beneficiaries. Just wow. And, wow. and I mean, those, those amounts, it's in one night that it happens, that it all comes together. Exactly. One of the most amazing things that happened to me on the bridge, and it, it wasn't just at one moment, it happened again mm. and again and again, was all these incredible like-minded individuals that had mm. been put into one space who were speaking about changing South Africa, mm. about making South Africa better. They were the, the, the big leaders from the businesses were, were speaking about how they take these ideas and implement them into their organizations. And it, it's amazing that you've given um, human beings or South Africans the platform to do it's that. It's incredible. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this year was really, really special because the business leaders actually brought with them a colleague, um, a student, and mm. a matric learner. So on the bridge, there was kind of this sort of intergenerational debate that was taking place between the business leaders and, well, in essence, our future business leaders. Um, and I think that was really special about this year's event. It was amazing. It was amazing to be on the bridge. But um, to get to get back to the funds, right? So you guys have got all these funds. Where did they go? Okay. So our funds from our first uh, CEO sleepout in 2015 have been awarded to, were awarded to Girls and Boys Town. Mm. Um, they do, you know, incredible work helping the youth get back into a, a place of independence. Um, and they're actually currently using their funds to do uh, six legacy projects. So that includes things like um, camps, uh, home education, and as well as things that are more physical, like they bought some vehicles that they needed, mm. and they're doing renovations on their campuses. Oh, so those wow. are the 2015 funds, yeah. And then donations from this year's funds were awarded to three beneficiaries. So they were the Usher Trust. Columba Leadership and the Steve Biko Foundation because our focus this year was on education. Yes. So all of these amazing organizations upskill the youth and also the youth educator mm. um, and train in early childhood development. It's exactly and that's where the funds from this year's events have gone. It's exactly what Nelson Mandela said. Education is the most powerful tool that we can use to change the world. And this year, Absolutely. the CEO Sleep Arts has taken that and literally given the resources to, to underprivileged kids who might not have, not have had the opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. And I think what's also special about these um, these organizations this year also is that they're not only just training the youth, but they're also training the educators of the youth. So in essence, that is a legacy that lasts a lot longer because, as we know, you know, teachers can, can teach, you know, hundreds of, of, of children through their career. Yeah. So it's also really working with the people who work with the with the children um, and helping them be able to, you know, educate and, and, and grow hundreds of, of children mm. absolutely amazing uh here's the big question are we doing it again yes. next year we are absolutely doing it again next year so um, excited and we hope that you will be involved and <laughs> that a lot of ceos are already starting to save for their yeah. donations um we are going to be doing it again next year june 2017 
save the day. Amazing. And and I just want to um, sort of stress that uh, that it's the month of CEO Sleepout. So in June, we should be giving back and sort of preparing. Um, there are other spin-offs that you guys have done where there's schools getting involved and, mm-hmm. and corporates are doing Sleepouts. So absolutely everybody in South Africa can get involved. You guys need to save that date, June 2017. We will 100% be involved. I'm so excited. Definitely. It was one Great. of the, it was one of the highlights of my 2016. And mine. Oh, it was really special. And thank you guys so much. It was so great to be there and see you on the bridge. And thank you. Just incredible. For those that want to keep up to date and perhaps um, get involved and, and get the information, where do they go? What do they do? Okay. So please have a look at our website. It's uh, the CEO Sleepout ZA. Or follow us on Twitter at SleepoutZA. Or you can find us on Facebook at the CEO Sleepout. It's that easy. We're going to repost all of those links so that everybody can get involved. Um, Have an incredible festive season, and uh, you and I will catch up next year when we start planning all of these CEO sleep out things. Definitely. Thank you so much for having us. Have a great holiday. And, yeah, June 2017, we'll see you all. Thanks, Kim. Kim. Take care. Take care. You too. Just amazing, Kim. I am um, blown away. I am too. It's a lot of money that they raised in Huge. one evening. It's just absolutely phenomenal, right? Just, to, I mean, to raise, to raise that amount of money. And I don't, in one evening. I don't think people understand the no, vibe. No, they, they the really don't. I would like someone to go and start raising funds and see how far they get and then come back and tell me how easy it was. This is the good stuff. <laughs> <of> central. <laughs> Ah, new music because it's holiday season. Loving it, loving it. Well, I've got the producer in the back. She always judges everything I play. But we still love you. No, but she likes this song. Yes, it for was, a change. Usually I get like a thumbs down or a... Ugh, no, she was that's jamming, terrible. jamming, jamming. And um, she was enjoying it. All right, so... Every week we get to speak to inspirational people and we just did with the CEO Sleepout. But there's another amazing business that is doing incredible things in South Africa and Africa, actually. They are making leaps and strides in something that I feel incredibly passionate about. We've had them on the show before. They're here to give us an update. Sherwin Charles, CEO of Goodbye Malaria. Welcome back to The Good Stuff. Thanks so much, Brent. Thank you very much. Good it's, to be back. It's great to have you here. Um, I, I mean, we caught you in the festive season. Are you guys yes. on holiday or are you still working straight through? Um, taking a bit of a break, but uh, in Johannesburg. So it's great to have the city when it's quiet. Uh, it's, it, it, it's still a fun place to be when... Uh, when everybody else is away. No, 100%. 100%. I'm, I'm also staying local, so I'm excited. We can get together and, and chat about good stuff. For for some of our listeners, I mean, I've worked quite closely with Goodbye Malaria. I've been invited to amazing launches where you guys have been speaking about the incredible work that you do. If you can maybe just give us an overview about Goodbye Malaria and the incredible work that you guys do. Thanks, Brent. Um we started Goodbye Millennium, was founded by Kim Lazarus, Robbie Brosen, Fernandos, and myself. Mm-hmm. And it was really for us to see how we could have a big impact on the continent, specifically Southern Africa, with the malaria work we've been doing. And what we found is that in Mozambique, there was a desperate need for the restart of a indoor residual spray program that had amazing results in the past done by a bunch of South African businesses, uh, but sadly it came to an end in 2010. 
we restarted the program in 2013 and to date have had incredible successes. We've reduced um, the incidence of malaria by more than 50%, uh, by more than 50% in, in, in the last three years. That's incredible. As well as the prevalence has come down by more than 70%. And when we say prevalence, it's, we measure how many people have the malaria parasite within their bodies, especially amongst kids. And we've seen the reduction in those areas of over 70%. So it's been wonderful. Um, and it's been an amazing journey for us. Uh, we're protecting now um, around 250,000 people in Mozambique. Wow. And we and we seen the impact coming to Swaziland and South Africa. But that, I mean, uh, that's how I started off the show this morning is I sort of, alluded to the fact that a lot of South Africans feel like malaria is some distant illness that lives in the deepest, darkest corners of Africa. And that's not true. It's, it's, it's here. Absolutely. Um, sadly, in South Africa, we still have local transmission of malaria. It's prevalent uh, in Limpopo uh, province, in Pumalanga, and in northern KZN. Thankfully, we've seen a, a, a decline in, uh, in KZN, uh, but we still had um, nearly 10,000 cases of malaria last year. South wow. Africa is one of um, three countries in Southern Africa that, that we are hoping will uh, be able to announce that malaria has been eliminated by 2020. We so so one of the things that I and the reason why I love your organization and why I I choose to be involved as much as I can is because I believe that we can eradicate malaria in our lifetime. I believe it is possible. Totally, totally. It's a disease where where there's um, prevention. So there's prophylaxis. There's there's um, your likes of uh, mosquito repellents that one can use to prevent it. We have bed nets and we have indoor residual spray. Um, we, can, we, can, um, we, we can totally treat it. So, so it's totally treatable, it's curable, so the parasite can be taken out of someone's blood. There's medication for that. Um, anybody who's found with the disease, as long as it's, as long as it's diagnosed and treated in, in, uh, in a reasonable time frame, will be totally healed. So yeah. this is a disease where we have all the tools needed to eliminate it. It's, mm. it's a question of getting the implementation right. 100%. And that's what excited us. We brought a business mentality to a health challenge and assisted government by taking their plan and just implementing it in, in our own unique way. And, 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 you- and for us, it's now been able to expand that uh, from uh, we, we excited and and I know you'll be part of uh, uh, the press announcement, but there's some big news coming early next year. Oh wow! Where yeah, there's a big announcement uh, planned for early next year, where uh, we've been given the ability now to probably um, 
protect over a million people. Jeepers, that's so exciting. I just want to touch on quickly um, the the work that Goodbye Malaria does, for those that might not know. You guys have got a range of of products and goods that you sell. Um, And I I mean, I own a pajama pants. I own a a teddy bear. I've got the the socks. And and that's how you guys (laughs) raise funds to to go and do the incredible work that you do. But but what I want to touch on is something that happened in, in December, early December which is so exciting, is you opened up the, the stores, the physical yes. stores at the airport. Yes, That's correct. Um, in as much as, as we're tackling a, a health challenge, we're all about entrepreneurship. and We're all about creating jobs and, and opportunity for the young people in the country. That's getting South Africa on the road to success and avoiding the doom and gloom of junk status and what everybody else talks about. Yeah. So we, we had a, an amazing opportunity together with AXA, who are our partner in this, Airports Company South Africa. Um, uh, a couple of months ago, um, Robbie and the CEO of AXA had sat down and had a discussion about how do we excite young people about entrepreneurship and the opportunities of retail. And we were given the opportunity by AXA to have two carts um, at our Tambo International Airport. The one cart is uh, on the mezzanine mm. level near the food court on the domestic side. The second cart is on international departures on what we call the air side, um, just before the boarding gates um, at the bottom of the lounge. Uh, for, I think it's uh, Air France down the stairs. Um, and this has been an, an incredible opportunity where we were able to take um, um, a young South African, uh, Lebo, she's been, she's been chosen, went through quite a rigorous um, process to be, to be chosen as the entrepreneur to run the cart. Um, she now uh, shares in the profits oh, wow. of, of this project. And the amazing thing is, instead of just looking for donations, we decided to create all this cool product with the proceeds from the product and the profits go towards um, our fight against malaria. Um, it's all done through the Global Fund, which is uh, the largest um, provider of aid and grants to Africa for HIV, TB um, and malaria. Yeah. So, so it was a wonderful project for us to get started. Uh, like you mentioned, it's our pajama pants. Uh, there's the wonderful bracelets from the late. Uh, it's the teddy bears, the soft toys. We've got some slippers and some. Uh, yeah, man, you're, you're, it's the best. I don't. Kit. Yeah, I don't. I don't leave the airport, and I've been to the airport quite often in the last few weeks. I don't leave the airport before I've um, bought something visited, from there. Visited, awesome. visited the shop. <laughs> you've, you've, and I can touch <laughs> the stuff. It's not like the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. We absolutely love the work that your organisation is doing, and we are looking forward to the launch um, of your new, mm. the new future idea next year which is is always exciting thank you for everything that you do Brent, thank you very much for your support and i'd love to encourage anybody who needs a last minute christmas gift to pop by and and grab some of the cool stuff it's a cool way of supporting the cause it really is um, as well as giving someone your love or someone dear to you a great gift mm. sure and if you could just give us the um the websites if people might not be in johannesburg or near the airport we still want them to buy so where do they go Absolutely. and and buy all the goodbye malaria stuff 
It's www.goodbyemalaria.com. It's that simple. We're going to put it up online. It's been fantastic. That was Sherwin Charles, CEO of Goodbye Malaria. What a fantastic initiative. It really is. Just good things. It's so happy and colorful as well. Man, we're And every time I'm just attracted to the cart. We're going to post all of that up online. <laughs> Kerry. Yes. Our hour and a half is done. Oh, I know. It's, but I've had so much fun. It has been a really cool show. Yes. Um, man alive. I've had a good time. Uh, this is Tuesday. It's our last show of the year. It is. So we're going to catch you guys in 2017 when we'll be back with more good things. Fresh. More of the time. Uh, we need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together. And the only way we'll get through this is together. And I'll leave you with this just for today. Build someone up. Put their insecurities to sleep. Remind them they're worthy. Tell them they're incredible. Be a light in a too often dim world. That has been the good stuff for 2016. Enjoy your festivities. Yes, Be please. safe. Everybody. And uh, it, there is a drought this week. So this is my weather report for the week. Uh, if you see people <laughs> on the side of the road, please give them water. We love you, Gary. <laughs> it's been amazing. If you want to catch up over the festive season and get some good news and inspiration, go visit cliffcentral.com. Our podcasts are always relevant. They're always real. They're there. The stuff is online. Um, see you next year. <laughs> Merry Christmas and a happy new year, yo. Cliffcentral.com.